Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of United States Opinion Syllabus in United States Forest Service versus Cowpasture River Preservation Association. Certiorari to United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit. Argued February 24th, 2020. Decided June 15th, 2020. Petitioner, Atlantic Coast Pipeline, Atlantic, sought to construct an approximately 604-mile natural gas pipeline from West Virginia to North Carolina, along a route that traversed 16 miles of land within the George Washington National Forest. As relevant here, Atlantic secured a special use permit from the United States Forest Service, obtaining a right-of-way for a one-tenth of one-mile segment of pipeline some 600 feet below a portion of the Appalachian National Scenic Trail, which also crosses the National Forest. Respondents filed a petition for review in the Fourth Circuit, contending inter alia that the issuance of special the special use permit for the right-of-way under the trail violated the Mineral Leasing Act. Atlantic intervened. The Fourth Circuit vacated the permit, holding that the Leasing Act did not empower the Forest Service to grant right-of-way because the trail became part of the National Park System when the Secretary of the Interior delegated its authority over the trail's administration to the National Park Service, and that the Leasing Act prohibits pipeline rights-of-way through lands in the National Park System. The uh, Supreme Court held the decision below as reversed and remanded, and Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the court. Because the Department of the Interior's decision to assign responsibility over the Appalachian Trail to the National Park Service did not transform the land over which the trail passes into land within the National Park System, the Forest Service had the authority to issue the special use permit. These cases involve the interaction of multiple federal laws. The Weeks Act provided for the acquisition of lands for inclusion in the National Forest System, stating that such lands shall permanently be reserved, held, and administered as National Forest Lands, that's 16 U.S.C. Section 15, or 521. The Forest Service with authority granted by the Secretary of Agriculture has jurisdiction over the National Forest Service system, including the George Washington National Forest. The National Trails System Act establishes National Scenic and National Historic Trails, 16 U.S.C. Section 1244A, including the Appalachian Trail, Section 1244A1. It also empowers the Secretary of the Interior to establish the trail's location and width by entering into rights-of-way agreements with other federal agencies, states, local governments, and private landowners, sections 1246A2, D, and E. The Leasing Act enables any appropriate agency head to grant rights-of-way through any federal lands for pipeline purposes, 30 U.S.C. section 185a, defining federal lands as all lands owned by the United States, except, as relevant here, lands in the National Park System, section 185b, the National Park System is, in turn, defined as any area of land and water now and hereafter administered by the Secretary of the Interior through the National Park Service for Park, Monument, Historic, Parkway, Recreational, or other purposes. It's 54 U.S.C. Section 100501. 
An examination of the interests and authority granted under the Trails Act shows that the Forest Service right-of-way agreements with the National Park Service for the Appalachian Trail did not convert federal lands under the Leasing Act into lands within the national park system. A right-of-way is a type of easement, and easements grant only non-possessory rights of use limited to the purposes specified in the easement agreement. They are not land. They merely burden land that continues to be owned by another. The same principles that apply to to right-of-way agreements between private parties apply here, even though the federal government owns all lands involved. A right-of-way between two agencies grants only an easement across the land, not jurisdiction over the land itself. Read in light of basic property law principles, then, the plain language of the Trails Act in the agreement between the two agencies did not divest the Forest Service of jurisdiction over the lands crossed by the trail. The various duties described in the Trails Act that the Secretary of the Interior, through the National Park Service, administers the trail primarily as a footpath, 16 U.S.C. Section 1244A1, can designate trail uses, provide trail markers, and establish interpretive and informational sites, Section 1246C, and can regulate the trail's protection, management, development, and administration, Section 1246I. Reinforce the conclusion that the agency responsible for the trail has the limited role of administering a trail easement, but that the underlying land remains within the Forest Service's jurisdiction. This conclusion is also reinforced by the fact that Congress spoke in terms of rights of way in the Trails Act rather than in terms of land transfers, as it has unequivocally and directly done in multiple other statutes when it has intended to transfer land from one agency to another. See, for example, the Wild and Scenic Rivers Act, which is 16 U.S.C. Section 1281C. Respondent's theory that the National Park Service administers the trail and therefore the lands that the trail crosses depends on presuming, with no clear congressional command, that a vast expansion of Park Service's jurisdiction and other and a significant curtailment of the Forest Service's express authority to grant pipeline rights of way on lands owned by the United States. It also has striking implications for federalism and private property rights, especially given that Congress has used express language in other statutes when it has intended to transfer lands between agencies. The decision below is reversed and remanded. Justice Thomas delivered the opinion of the court in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Breyer, Alito, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh joined, and in which Justice Ginsburg joined except as to Part 3b2. Justice Sotomayor filed a dissenting opinion in which Justice Kagan joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and the number 80, or on Twitter at Court Syllabus.